Welcome to Write Stuff Radio, where we showcase Christian authors worldwide. Each week, join me for a new author and a great new book to add to your library. Welcome to The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to have a special edition of The Right Stuff as I am going to be talking to two of my returning guest co-hosts and contributors today, Joanna White and Alan Stedham. Those of you know, I enjoy having them both on the show, but they're bringing something new today. They're going to be talking about an anthology. And I don't want to give away too many spoilers because this is a very unique anthology that we're showcasing today. So I can't wait for you guys to hear all about it. Before I do that, I want to thank you all for your support of my newest release called The Butler's Daughter. I really am excited to see what you think about that book. So let me know by going ahead and leaving a review. It is available exclusively on Amazon.com. We want to thank our Patreon team for their support. We have been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past nine years, and as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash write stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, go to pjcmedia.net, click on the pink subscribe button, and you'll never, ever have to miss a show. So, Let's go ahead and bring on the gang. Joanna, Alan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, too. I am so glad you guys are here with me today. It's been a minute since Joanna and I have talked, but Alan and I just talked last month about his newest release, The Former Things. And then when he mentioned about this anthology, of course, I said, I have to have Joanna on because we haven't talked in a minute, so I have to have her on. So I'm glad that you're here today too, Joanna. And I want to tell people about this anthology. It's a really unique idea. But before I do that, I want to reintroduce Joanna and Alan to our listeners. So Joanna, you go first. Well, obviously, my name is Joanna White, and I'm a Christian author, and I mostly write in fantasy, but I do always write Christian. I delve into other genres, too. I did the Million Word Challenge in 2020, which was one that I was here to talk to you about, and yeah, that's basically just about me. (laughs) And for me, my name's Alan Stedham. I'm a Christian fiction author. I've written in numerous genres as well, and my most recent book is The Former Things, and as you mentioned, Parker, we discussed that recently, although that is my first Christian romance, which is really strange to say. But uh, anyway, just delighted to be here and was uh, delighted to be a part of this anthology. And we do have what I would call a lost treasury of Joanna's show because she did come on to talk about her Japanese fantasy book, and we are going to be airing that at a later date. So, Joanna, don't feel bad. We got that one, so we're going to go ahead and air that soon. But I'm just so glad you guys are both here because I was invited to this anthology, and when I first heard about it, I was so excited, but my writing schedule just would not allow me to participate. So what I wanted to do is make sure that I gave you, Joanna, an opportunity to show case it on the show and to let our listeners know about it. So let's go ahead and just delve right into this. So Joanna is the creator of the anthology. Tell the listeners what the anthology is about. 
Well, it's most definitely unusual. I have a series called Republic Chronicles, and I've built my own galaxy for it because one planet just wasn't enough, apparently. And it's basically fantasy, but in space. So like Lord of the Rings meets Star Wars is basically what it is. But it's such a big galaxy that I was going to do a collection of short stories because like focusing on other parts of the galaxy that I don't air in the series. But I was like, it's so it's like a huge galaxy. So there's room for more creativity than just mine. So I decided to invite some of my closest author friends to see if they would be interested in writing in it. But the anthology would be for free because obviously they worked hard to write stories, but it's still my galaxy. So the royalties would have been difficult to figure out. So we just decided to do it for free and just be creative and let other people share in the creativity of my galaxy to make it feel bigger and grow their audience as well as building hype for the series and kind of doing a bunch of stuff with one, you know, hitting a bunch of things with one stone, so to speak. What's it like creating your own galaxy and knowing, oh my gosh, I just in miniature did what God did. <laughs> um, honestly, it puts me in awe. And I actually like it honestly connects me with God like so much. It's like a form of worship to him for me because like I create, like when I'm creating the galaxy afterwards, I am just mentally drained. I am so exhausted. It's fun, but I'm just so tired and I have to have inspiration from somewhere. And then I think about how God didn't really, he doesn't get tired and he came out of the real galaxy out of nowhere. So it honestly just makes God feel so much bigger anytime I create something in my galaxy. Alan, I got to get your opinion. When you first heard about this idea, why were you so on board with it. I know why I was, but why were you so on board with it too? Well, first of all, I'm familiar with Joanna's work and I know how prolific she is in uh, in creating this galaxy. And, you know, she has, uh, it's very clear from her writings that she has a lot of fun, but she also takes it very seriously and, and she takes God very seriously. So I really respect that about her. Uh, when she invited us to participate in this, it was cool because it was basically her opening up her sandbox, or in this case, her galaxy, for us to play in. And as writers, that's that's one of the most fun things to do is, you know, sometimes I think a, a challenge for writers is, okay, well, well what am I going to write next? And here she basically said, okay, well, you know, here's the setting, here's the races, here's kind of how the planets work, and, and here's this general set of rules. Now have fun. And so... You know, in my case, for sure, that's what I did. And uh, another thing that, that really, you know, was very helpful when I said, uh, hey, I want to do a space Western. And she's like, cool. How do you want to do it? You know, so it was a very warm and inviting collaborative experience. And I think that creating that uh, makes it a lot better and easier for the writers. And, and you get a better end result when you do that. So my kudos and respect to Joanne over that. I like how you use the analogy of how Joanna created the sandbox and then let the other authors play in that sandbox. And again, it goes right back to how the Lord created the universe and said, hey, go play, go learn, go grow, go create. And that's what I think writers have this unique connection when it comes to co-creating with God, the ability to do what he does, to mimic that in some very small way, what he allows us to do, which is to create. And so Joanna, you created this galaxy and these worlds and these races. And that's one thing that I enjoyed about the parameters of the anthology. I didn't have to think of everything. You had done it all. And I like that. So I could say, okay, I'm going to take this particular race and put them on this planet or 
go to this planet and do something. And I had, of course, a romantic idea for my story. And I was just so excited to be a part of it. And I know your work ethic as well, because you're a very dedicated writer and you're constantly looking to write and also to help authors too. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the broadcast. So let's go back a few steps, Joanna. Tell us about the Republic. Well, essentially, the Republic is the reigning empire in the galaxy. They protect the galaxy and help kind of run things smoothly for the most part. There are outlying planets and systems, obviously, so not everything is in the Republic, but for the most part, they rule it. And the Republic, its army essentially are magi who are um, basically warriors who have magic, but the magic long ago was given to them by the father to protect and serve, but recently they've fallen away from him, so there's only a few that still do believe and follow God and the old ways and stuff like that. But the Republic is huge. It's ruled by basically a Senate and um, diplomats, I call them, instead of senators. And these diplomats in the Republic court and basically keep things going. So there's a lot of politics. There's a lot of action and stuff like that. And I took the opportunity with my particular story to talk about, to show a little bit of the corruption in the Republic court. You know, so that's the kind of exciting part is that I wanted to show a different side than I did in the main series. Alan, for you, when you were creating your story, you said you wanted to do a space western. And so you look at what was presented to you in the sandbox and you chose obviously a planet, a race or whatever. So tell us just in your story from Joanna's world, what did you decide to do? Like what planet did you go to? What race did you decide to work with? Well, that was the other fun thing about it. I used several and essentially it starts on one world called Devine, which is an ocean world with basically these kind of myrrh species and myrrh-related species. So, you know, in, in this case, I chose a dolphin myrrh because why not? You know, and, and I chose uh, a male dolphin myrrh uh, and named him Kamdar. And because I, one of the fun things about this was to create a character like none I'd ever made before. And so in this case, you've got a man who has the, I guess you could say the playfulness and the childlike quality of a dolphin. Because dolphins can be very helpful. They can be, they can learn very quickly. They can do all these things, but there's this childlike quality to them just because of the way God made them. And so I brought that here. And so even though he is, you know, a young man in his mid twenties, but he's kind of got that naivete. He's got that, that youthfulness and that simplicity, that's sort of a trusting nature that can be good and can be bad. And then to have him run across our main character, her name is Jalay, that she is kind of his opposite. She's a little older than him. She's been kind of seedy and selfish and all the basically the complete opposite of him. And the story starts there on this ocean world because basically she got into trouble with some people on another world in Joanna's universe. And then somehow in the course, because I don't want to give spoilers, we end up on another planet on the far side in what are called the outer solar systems, a world called Ordax 5, which basically is a dust ball in space that I set up a old style Western town. And that's where a lot of the rest of the story takes place. And that was so much fun because I used different types of what Joanna calls animaloids, which are more animal-human hybrids, basically. So I've got different species from that are part of the sheriff's department, basically, and they're led by a six-foot-tall bloodhound named uh, Sheriff Bricks. It just, there was so much fun to do with this. And then on top of that, we've got 
some bounty hunters that come into play, and one of them is a human, and one of them is another race. So it's just all kinds of fun to to set up because Joanna gave us so much to work with, and then I just started turning to the Lord for inspiration on this, and I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to? What do you want me to do with this? And He brought the story of the Good Samaritan to me, and so this is a space western retelling of the Good Samaritan story with a couple of twists. And so that's basically where where I went with what Joanna gave me and just the initial idea of the Space Western. Now, Joanna, when you're listening to how Alan used your world to create his story, you also have the other authors who have contributed to the anthology. And I know you have collated, I believe you edited the stories as well. And as you're reading these different stories, how are you feeling about how people have taken your creation and really molded it to their own imaginations? Honestly, I was so excited because when I first came up with the idea, I talked to a few other authors and they told me this was a bad idea. Don't do it. You know, no author would want to write for somebody else and not have anything for it. And I was just like really discouraged. So I was like not even sure if people would be interested. But then I get Alan and I get the other authors and they were all excited. And I'm going, wait, what? I thought I was going to have to squeeze somebody's arm here to do this with me. But you guys are actually excited. And I was having like Alan message me and some of the other authors when they worked on their stories asking me all kinds of questions and we're getting to collab to invent uh, like stuff that would basically become officially canon in the universe together and it was just there was so much enthusiasm and so much creativity because no one story in this anthology feels the same we all did something different but there's so much so many good themes throughout each story we all tried to bring out God and just honor him. And yet they all are totally different. I would argue to say different subgenres of, you know, fantasy sci-fi anyway. So it's like so cool to see the different creativity that every author put forth. And for me to get to experience that, it puts me at such awe that I, I don't even have words to describe because I just, I didn't think that people would be interested, let alone enthusiastic about it. And then of course, once it actually got coming together, I got intimidated because I was like, what if these people write in my universe better? than I do. And so I had to get through a little bit of imposter syndrome there too. But for the most part, it was just enthusiastic and and just in awe for how enthusiastic everybody was. And just to let everyone know, I was not one of the authors who said, don't do it because she approached me too. And I wanted to write in your universe. And I remember looking through all the documentation you had put up in the Facebook group. And I was like, wow, I don't have to think. I don't have to think. I don't have to do too much. I just have to let my imagination flow. And in this anthology, it's called Lights in a Dark Sky. There is so much going on in this universe. And guess what? Various authors have the opportunity to play in it. So what I want you to do is love on all our authors here and pick up your copy of Lights in a Dark Sky. And that's available on Amazon. And is it available anywhere else, Joanna? Yes, actually, it's available on Barnes & Noble and Kobo and Apple Books and some other places. So you can pretty much find it everywhere, I think, at this point. (laughs) So there you have it. This anthology is available on several outlets. So I hope all our listeners out there go ahead and pick up your copy of Lights in a Dark Sky. Now, I want to get back to just the excitement around this. And Joanna, I want you to speak to this because when you get a bunch of authors together and they start to create, the energy that flows is absolutely amazing. And how has that helped 
you with helping others create in your writing career? Honestly, it's just allowed me the opportunity to create and to not like give up and to like embrace the creativity, like, you know, to never like shy away from an idea. And like this, a lot of it came from Alan because he was so creative whenever he started working on his story. And I was like a space Western with, you know, bounty hunters. And it's like the good Samaritan and you have a dolphin mare. And he was so creative. And I'm just like, don't let anything hold you back. If there's an idea that you want to try, try it. And don't be afraid because some people, they think, thought about, okay, well, how is the audience going to perceive this? Is this going to be sellable? Is this going to be marketable? And they kind of like hinder their own creativity instead of just unleashing it. And it really just, and I want, like, I'm always enthusiastic about helping authors not give up. And if anybody else wants to try to collaborate, you never know what may happen because I was so discouraged when I first started this idea. And then I found the four best authors I ever could have for this. And we had so much fun and we've been working together. We started a little Christian chat on our own that we talk about and, you know, keep each other encouraged and talk and everything. And so honestly, it's just like, it's taught me to unleash my creativity and help other authors not be afraid to try something new, basically, when it comes to your writing, because you never know what God can do with it. And that's the amazing thing is, is God can do anything with it as long as you collaborate with him. And that's just so amazing to think about. And I want to let our listeners know, Alan is a sci-fi fantasy connoisseur, more so sci-fi. And so it does not surprise me at all, Joanna, that Alan was able to help you. He's helped me out. I mean, that poor man, he was on the phone with me one time, was going to choir rehearsal, and he's on the phone with me helping me figure out a plot device for one of my sci-fis that have not yet been published, but it's going to go under my granny's pen name. And he's just that type of guy to actually have that insight into how to world build. And that's how me and Alan connected was through his series, Jordan's World, which was one of the first series that just made me mad throughout the entire reading of it. I just could not understand why they treated that poor girl so horribly. However, at the same time, I'm glad that he was on your team, Joanna, because Alan is a massive asset, I think, to any writer, particularly when it comes to world building. Now, Alan, let me ask you this. Have you had an opportunity to read some of the other stories in the anthology? I know we always can't because of our own busy schedules, but if you have, what were some of the impressions that you got from it? Well, I have had a chance to read all the other stories, and it's very interesting because, as Joanna already mentioned, they're completely different points of view. And, you know, some of the messages were more uh, blunt than others. I really, I enjoyed aspects of each of them because, uh, like say in uh, McKella Baker's story, it really flows. There's action, there's sympathetic characters, and, you know, you know, what's going on in the story. You it's a very definite, you know, beginning, middle and end. And it's they're interesting characters and it's a it's a clear good versus evil going on. You know, with H. A. Pruitt's very dynamic story. I really enjoyed her characters and the the dynamic between the two main characters. And it, it's I don't want to give too much away on on that one, but it that's one of my favorite stories in there was Heather Pruitt's. And and the main reason is because it's so important to teach forgiveness because that's one of the biggest things that, that God teaches us and, and taught us through his son, Jesus, uh, is that, that feeling of forgiveness and also for people to realize that even though they've been a certain way their whole life, that doesn't define who you have to be for your whole life. People can change. And I think that really comes through in that story. With Joshua's as a, a political intrigue tale and very different setting 
than the others and a lot more political tension. And I mean, that almost basically, I could see that one even having a sequel somewhere. And then with Joanna's story, I really got into that one as well because she created some very sympathetic characters in some very difficult circumstances. But uh, you get to see more of her galaxy in, in her short story than I think the rest of us did in the whole book. So I think that's really interesting. And I think that together, it gives you a glimpse of this galaxy. And I think that's basically the, the whole point is to give a glimpse into this galaxy to, to see how different authors go about honoring the Lord and just to see the creativity at work and seeing how there's overlays in each of the story, you know, and we wrote these not knowing what the other authors wrote. And so it's very interesting for these these overlays of these types of races and these mentions of the Republic and the functions of the Republic and what works where and what doesn't work in other parts. And just the, the fact that this is a, a living, breathing set of society, it really makes for an enjoyable reading experience. What do you think is the advantage, Joanna, of... Now that you look at this and you were going to do your own thing and create a series of novels or novellas, now that you created this anthology, how has that expanded this particular project? Personally, I feel like it was way better than I ever could have done alone because I feel like God worked through each of us individually with the stories that he gave each individual author. And then we got to create together. I feel like I became closer friends with all of these authors. And it's just seeing his work through other people and their minds, the way that their minds work, the way that their creativity works. I feel like just expanded on the galaxy and made it so much bigger, so much fun, so much more suspenseful and expanded upon the society because anytime I write anything, I always remember the end goal that I'm trying to get to with the next two books. I remember remember the Republic and I have that lens of working through the Republic and the Magi and the basically where I'm going with the story. And I feel like having authors look at it from the outside in allowed the creativity for more societies that have no connection. They know of the Republic maybe, you know, but they have their own problems there. And it's like a standalone kind of style of stuff. Whereas I'm always, even with standalone stuff, I'm like thinking through the lens of the Republic and the Magi and my goal where I'm trying to get the story to. So it's just, it, it was so much better, so much better than I ever could have imagined or done by myself. So that's, yeah, that's the exciting part. Do you see yourself expanding this to several anthologies and inviting new authors to join in that? Honestly, it's not something I thought about until this very moment, but yes, I definitely could see more anthologies. I have not just the galaxy itself, but there are eras um, and time periods. And as the, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but as it changes, there's going to be different opportunities for stories. And I think that's going to be so exciting to get those eras involved and to do this era still again with more stories in the future if people are interested. So yeah, that's definitely an exciting thing. And definitely something that I feel like is a great idea. Just for the mere fact of getting to create with these authors would be worth it by itself. You know, even if we hypothetically never published anything, the creativity alone would be super fun to do. Creativity builds its own bridges and connects people. So I definitely feel you on that. And if you decide to do several volumes of this, please let me know because I want to continue to support this endeavor because I really think it's worthy. Plus, you're giving authors who may not have their own books out there, they still have an opportunity to publish and they're publishing with 
a group of authors who already know the world very well. So they can also guide them in that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this expands. Hey, maybe in a couple of years from now, Joanna, Netflix will be approaching you and saying, hey, we want to turn a life into a dark sky, into a series. So you never know. That would be exciting. Oh, if that happens, I get dibs on the interview. That's all I want, Joanna. If Netflix approaches you and say, we want to turn the Republic to a space opera series, a miniseries, I get dibs on the interview. I've already put my foot there. Yep, you totally get it. <laughs> Just want to make sure. But in a few moments that we have left, and I'm really excited for Lights in the Dark Sky. It's available on multiple platforms, and I believe it's a free download, correct, Joanna? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so you can get you a free book that has a lot of different subgenres in it by very talented authors, and you're definitely going to enjoy Lights in the Dark Sky. Available on Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, Kobo, and a few other places. Just make sure you go ahead and look for it today. In the few moments we have left, I want people to have an opportunity to follow you, Joanna, and Alan online. So, Joanna, first, go ahead and give us your social media outlets. Well, usually you, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest with the name at author Joanna White. And you can also go to my website, authorjoannawhite.com. And I also have a Facebook fan group and stuff, which is uh, JW Warriors. If you look up in the search, I'm sure you can find it. So I'm in all of those places, essentially. So. And for me, my author website is uh, just uh, alanstedham.com, A-L-L-E-N-S-T-E-A-D-H-A-M.com. I also have a, a Facebook that is at I am Alan Stedham. I have Twitter at Mindfire Novel. That's all one word, at Mindfire Novel. My Instagram and a number of other places are at Alan Stedham. And usually at this time, I will ask our guests to give aspiring authors out there whom God has given the ability to write to do so. But I think throughout this whole conversation, that inspiration and encouragement has been there. Joanna created a world. Alan wrote in her world. And if you have a world that you want to have life in, why not you just do what they did? Pick up the pen and write stuff. Thank you, Joanna White, and thank you, Alan Stedham, for being with us today. And to our listeners out there, make sure you pick up your copy of Lights in a Dark Sky, available wherever books are sold. But get this, you can get it for free. So why not go ahead and pick up your copy today? Thank you so much for joining me for this special edition of The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen, Parker J. You have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day. <laughs>